What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to the Jerry One Podcast. This is episode number 26 of the Jerry One Podcast. You're watching this. Actually, this is one of those special episodes where I'm filming on the day of the release of the episodes. Today is Tuesday, April 6, 2021. We're in we're in we're into April now, the best month of the year. Uh, but the guest for today's show had a I had a conversation with this person last night, so it's a it's a two it's a two part it, it's a two day episode I should say. But I hope everyone had a great Easter. You know, Jerry One rolls on, um, and it's still exciting times. Uh, the reason I'm doing it on this Tuesday is to you know wrap up the ESPN tournament challenge, Jerry One 2021. Try to wrap that up. You know, get that out of the way. Put that. Uh, then we gotta we gotta talk about fantasy basketball and fantasy hockey playoffs because uh, they are into the semifinals now. We've lost some good teams. We've lost Larry, got upset by Paul. We lost Matt, got beat by his college rival, Sam. And we lost Josh, who got upset by an under 500 Matt team, became the first under 500 team to win a playoff game. That happened in the 2021 playing game. Uh, but, you know, it's a it's a uh, it's a busy time right now, and then we also got fantasy baseball still in its week one, eleven day, two week matchup. So we'll talk about that a little bit at the end of the show. So I'm going to talk about basketball. Then I'm going to bring on our guest. So I'm going to say in a second. Then I'm going to talk about ESPN tournament challenge, hockey, and baseball at the end of the show. That's what episode 26 has got in store. And I'm also going to make my predictions that I forgot to do. It's still week one, but I'm going to make my predictions of the fantasy baseball playoffs and who's going to win it. And uh, I'm going to count myself this time. So it's interesting. But today's guest is on for the second time. It was a almost, it's been over 20 episodes since he's been on. He's back on episode five. My good college friend, Blake Crawford, is on the podcast. Yes, had a conversation with Blake last night about his fantasy basketball team as he's in the semifinals, number one seed, number one scoring team, taking on Sam in the semifinals of basketball. Wow. While he's still, you know, getting the early stages of fantasy baseball. So he's in both those leagues. We're talking about Blake. We're talking about his bracket. And that's that's what we got in store. So Blake's on the show for a second time. We'll see how he does on Jerry one tour balls. That's episode 26. Are you ready? Because I'm ready. Here it is. Episode 26 of the Jerry One Podcast starts right now. You're going to hear that conversation with me and Blake from last night in just a second. But first, let's talk about the fantasy basketball playoffs. What have we missed? Well, the first round of the playoffs is over, and we've already got an exciting upset. You know, Blake, uh, Larry was one game away from being the number one seed, loses to Blake in the last week of the regular season, and now his season is over. And the thing when losing in the first round of the playoffs with Larry and Matt, you don't get to play the last four weeks of the season officially. I don't count those games. As you, as you most know, uh, I don't count those games. Uh, and yeah, so Larry's done, Matt's done, Sam and Paul pretty much dominated the two weeks. I mean, from the get go, they dominated it. But this is a, this is no 60 that's Paul, you know, he's a scary team. He's been hot, he's won five in a row, going into the regular season, going back into the regular season. Uh, and then there's the Sam team finally, you know, we seem to really put it all together these last two weeks, and now he becomes a threat, and you know. He's got a shot against Blake and on this Tuesday morning, 10 a.m., week one, day two of 14. Sam's got the early lead. And on the other hand, Kyle's finally playing, and he's got the lead, early lead over Paul. You know, Blake and Kyle have been waiting for this. They've been waiting a long time. Um, but are we really surprised that 
Sam and Kyle have the lead here in the early goings because coming into the season, we thought it was Kyle and we thought it was Sam. You know, they were the, the top two seeds last year. Uh, and coming in, we thought they would dominate again. Here they are with leads here in the early stages of the semifinals. But it's going to be exciting semifinals. But to really just recap on Matt and Larry's season, it's just disappointing. Larry, you know, you could argue Larry had the team to win it last year. He, he looked like he was on his way to being Kyle in that semifinals last year. And, you know, really good chance of beating Jack in the finals. And and Larry's redemption season has ends with a sour note. Uh, Matt, on the other hand, had a really good team this year. Just, you know, Ron didn't play. Uh, Vukovic getting traded. Just so many things factored into Matt's struggles in that, semi, in that first round matchup against Sam. And Sam got the win. Sam definitely wanted this. You know, college rivals, Matt and Sam going at it. It's one of the better rivalries in Jerry won. And Sam gets the win. Sam's first career win, first career playoff win, I should say, in this league. And it's the first time we've seen him win a postseason game in Jerry won fantasy sports since his 2018 Jerry won fantasy baseball finals win over Jack. So that was his first season in Jerry won. So, Good, good stuff for Sam to finally get over, get that uh, monkey off his back and get back in, uh, get back in the playoff win column. Larry, on the other hand, now falls to one and two in this league in the playoffs officially. Probably could have won a second playoff game last year in the semis against Kyle. It sucks for Larry because it's over. You know, now he just puts his focus on baseball, and uh, yeah, it sucks because this was a really good Larry team. Larry's had three really good teams in this league. He's been a way better basketball owner than he is a baseball owner, but it just sucks he hasn't put it all together to get to his first finals. We'll see if who goes to their first finals between Blake and Sam. They're going to their first finals between the two of them. Um, that's uh, that's in general fantasy basketball. Sam's won a championship, obviously, on the baseball side, I think. Blake has never been to a finals in any Jerry one final. So, and of course, Kyle, you know, just in the second season, Season first season got cut short semi, so trying to get his first finals. And then Paul, the inaugural champion in this league, Paul has not won a Jerry one championship since the 2018 inaugural fantasy hockey finals. And Paul still has that, you know, that, that little that little thing on him, you know, just that he has not won in a 10 man or plus league. This basketball league was a 12 man league, so let's see if Paul can finally prove that he is worthy. For, you know, he has the five championships, but, you know, um, five championships, two of them, five championships, two of them are a six-man league, while three of them are an eight-man league. So, Paul's got to prove himself a little bit. It's just hard to believe that he has to prove himself. He's trying to become the first six-seed to ever go to a Jerry one final, so we'll see what happens there. Definitely no six-seed, but this fantasy basketball, it's going to be, like I said, they're gonna take it. They're gonna fight to the death. These uh, these these four owners left because it's been a very tight league, very competitive league. To see teams like Matt and Larry go out in the first round definitely shows that it's tight. And I'm don't know who's gonna win. I still don't know who's gonna win. I I think if Paul can get past Kyle, watch out. I think Paul's got this thing locked up. But don't sleep on Blake and don't sleep on Sam. Never sleep on Sam. Sam's always in the conversation, and here he is again in another fantasy semifinal in Jerry one. So it's going to be good. Good stuff. It's only week one, only day two here. So we'll see what happens. Uh, that's fantasy basketball.
And, uh, yeah, so we're going to talk to Blake. Big conversation about fantasy basketball. Mostly this conversation is about fantasy basketball because Blake is in his first ever playoff game in Jerry One Fantasy Basketball. So a good conversation. Enjoy it. Uh, I talked to him last night, late last night. So here is that conversation with Blake. Today's guest is back on the pod for his second time. It was a 21-episode break from the last time he was on the pod, but he's back on once again, and what a great time. He's in the midst of his first-ever fantasy basketball playoffs. He's just getting his third season in fantasy baseball going in the Jerry One world. My good friend, my good college friend, Blake Crawford. Blake, how's it going? Who? (laughs) That's you. Doing good, doing good. Really Where good. Really up? excited about the um, you know, fantasy basketball right now. Um, try not to pay too much attention to fantasy ba- baseball at the moment because I feel like if I put too much focus on that, good yep. chance I neglect the basketball and lose the playoffs. So, where are you coming from today, Blake? Um, I'm in Orlando, Florida right now. Um, home in my closet. <laughs> very nice. Very. Uh, well, so yeah. Let's talk about that fantasy basketball team. Before we even talk about, like, your season and who's done good for your team, I just – we got to go dive back in the end of December when this thing started with the draft. And I want to hear your initial thoughts when you saw Luka Donich go number one while you had the second overall pick. What were your initial thoughts? Um, I was actually in New York at the time. I was at my brother's house. And I told my brother, okay, I'm busy, got this draft. And once I found out – I was able to get Giannis. Oh. <laughs> One of the greatest moments in my fantasy life. Oh. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, just a little background. Hey, and Ben Jerry won. This is your this is your fifth season now. Well, you just started your sixth season. You haven't won a championship Jerry won. Over in the Cuca Fantasy Football League, you haven't won over there. Double finalist there. But have you ever won a fantasy league outside? Um, no, I haven't. Really? So this is, no. so this is, this is huge. You know, your fantasy basketball team, you're in the playoffs. I, obviously you remember last year, you were so good last year, four games over 500 wasn't even good enough for the playoffs. That's how tight that league was last year. And now here this year, you come out once again, kind of a slow start, but you really have come on here in the second half. You have a franchise high eight, you won eight straight games. You get the number one seed. In, and you get you score the most points for the regular season on the last week of the season after you were worst in scoring for the week one. So what a difference in 11 weeks to turn around that team. You had the Greek freak leading you all season long. You're the number one seed. You just started your first ever playoff game in this fantasy basketball league against my brother's college friend, Sam Shields. Very good team as well. He was the number one seed last year and the year before you were in it. Uh, you know, what are your thoughts on this basketball team all overall, Blake? Overall, like, I have a solid, like, team. Like, my whole team, everybody has, like, a standard for, like, average amount of points they should be scoring. Um, to begin with, like, beginning of the season, like, I wasn't scoring many points. I noticed I picked up at least two key players, like, the first two weeks that I kept on my team throughout the whole season. That's Harrison Burns from – um, Sacramento, and then uh, Akaya Bridges for Phoenix. Um, them two, they just – I picked them up free agency after the draft, and I held on to them. They had done above average for points. So 
one guy that did really do well for your team this year, you just recently caught him because of an injury, LaMelo Ball. They draft him the second round, and uh, the league chatter, I got a little bit of the league chatter yeah. I heard from, I won't name of the podcast, some sources saying that is the worst pick in, in fantasy history, not Jerry one history, when you took LaMelo in the second round. And yeah. he actually turned out to be a really good player for your team. What are your thoughts on all that criticism at the beginning of the season and now to the fact that you end up having to cut LaMelo? I mean, just what are your thoughts on LaMelo overall this whole year? Rookie overall, year? like, um, did, he did, like, a, a slightly above than what I predicted because, like, I saw some of the videos of him um, overseas and stuff. And then um, knowing that this is, like, the average player coming from college basketball. So, and I was hoping – like he would play soon in the season, in the beginning of the season, which it did happen eventually. So, um, yeah, he has, he's been great. Um, it kind of killed a little bit when he, uh, got injured. So I had to release him, but, um, yeah, he did his part. You were really high on him too. I remember before the drafting started, you're like, I got to draft this guy. It's a good feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and I could have him later, later, but, you know, I said, forget it. Just do it, you know. Yeah. And uh, one thing that also was in the league chatter throughout the year was about you and you, you were not the only one, but you and your trade offers. You know, you were a big guy wanting to make a trade. You never, yeah. did, you never did make a move. Um, what are your thoughts on not even uh, coming to a trade this year? Um, I was surprised from the offers I was making. Um, a lot of them, like, were like, you know what? Maybe someone might accidentally press accept and it'll go through. <laughs> um, but, like, usually someone that gives me an offer. I feel like it's somebody who's been playing fantasy and, like, didn't think I kind of knew what I was doing, so they're trying to lowball me. So I would just lowball back. But, um, it's, it's understandable to engage trade. Um, overall, I had people that I didn't really want to get rid of for the most part. Did you ever get any trades offered to you that you might have thought about doing? Um, can't recall. Yeah. I, I know there was one with D'Angelo Russell. Like, a lot of them were um, – I think Russell. one time I almost said yes, but I don't know. I just didn't go through with it. Yeah. I ended up getting him while he's injured, but then just got rid of him again. So – I know we've seen it. We've seen it on the. You saw it in fantasy baseball last year. We saw a little bit of football. I mean, how has been playing with COVID this season? This COVID fantasy basketball season. Um, I don't think it's been a. I don't think it had much of an effect on me as some other people on their teams. Like, uh, I maybe had like one or two people, like at a time with COVID, or maybe one. But there's been there's been other people in the league who had it worse than me. Yeah, I, I I was affected a little bit. I had this Kyle Anderson for the Grizzlies. I know the Grizzlies didn't play for a long period of time. Yeah. And uh, but he wasn't like, you know, like John Moran or someone like that. Or who is someone who's who's a uh, Towns was Towns took the season off basically, you know. Like Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's been tough for some teams. You know, one team that's actually been affected a little bit is um actually I can't remember who it was, but uh, you know, it's it's been tough for some teams, but uh, you know, this team though of yours, it's very good. It's I will admit, it's been very good. And you just you you come on. I don't I, I don't know if you've noticed this, but you, you really you kind of struggle in the beginning, 
and you just really come on in the second half. Like you did that last year as well. You just weren't enough for the playoffs. And now this year you've won eight straight games. You went perfect in the second half. What is it about, you know, is it because, you know, like when like in football, the intertwined with basketball at the beginning typically. And now here in baseball, it intertwines with basketball. Is it because you're so focused on your current league that you're trying to finish? Is that why you just you come on strong? Um, that that's possibly a, a thing, but also I think it is just a. I I believe like the teams that always do good, like in that league, they spend the time looking like free agency, you know, every so often, and then like reading some articles that you know ESPN or Google online, you know, um injury reports and stuff. So I think it's people who are actually like more active and doing the research, like get pickups. Like I just, you know, like I, uh, what is it called? The center from Portland. I picked him up and he's like averaging above like 20 points now. Yeah, I saw, I was looking at your team today and I saw he's your third best scorer on your team. Yeah, exactly. He, you know, um, he was, he started season as a second, um, like starter. Um, yeah, he used to be on a bench due to an injury. He got promoted. I picked him up. Um, what was it? Andrew Wiggins. I did try to trade him. I tried to try to trade him a lot. And then like, I held on to him because I was like, okay, end of the season. They might not look like they're going to playoffs. So Steph Curry might take a seat, you know, or relax a little bit. Then more points for Wiggins. Um, it looked like it started when he got injured um, last week or so. Wiggins was showing up, but um, yeah, being active free agency, you just pick up some people like um, what's his name, um, Pudo or something from uh San Antonio Spurs, the center. Yeah. Once Aldridge was released, I picked him up, and he's been producing well too, above twenty points per game. Yeah, and you've always been you and my cousin Kyle, Phone Slaps team, uh, have been very big, active with the pickups this year. But now as you trans over to the playoffs, it's a 14-day matchup, but it's still seven maximum for pickups for all 14 days. How do you play that? I see you've made one move already this, this matchup against Sam. Yes, I messed up. I should have did it. Last week, like a like Sunday morning, the latest. Yeah, that's the thing with having a buy is you still get those seven pickups. Yeah. Um. So what I did was um, picked up the um, was it Houston, the center, um, Houston at the moment while Wood is injured. Um. But yeah, so I picked him up, and I looked at my schedule for the next week, and I made my adjustments in my lineup, and I saw that. I'm able to get somebody at any position. So I had the utility slot open throughout the whole week. So it didn't matter who I picked up, yeah. any position. Um, I know I'll be able to play him, no complex. Yeah, so I see here you picked up Kelly Olenek of Houston and yeah. dropped D'Angelo Russell. Yeah. Um, he's, he's scoring the points right now, you know, and this is the, the – it's crunch time, playoffs, and you can't really hold on to people and hope they're going to perform – after the season, you know, so making cuts and picking up who's, who's producing right now. And Yeah, I mean, so you're playing Sam. Sam's just playing his first – he just won his first ever playoff game in this league. Uh, you're playing in your first ever playoff game. The only other time you made a jury one playoffs was baseball, your very first year, where you were the one seed that season as well. And you lost to yours truly over here. Um, but <laughs> I've uh, beaten you a couple of times in the playoffs, whether it's the Cuca or the Jerry One of the Leagues. 
Um, but you're still fighting for that first championship. And as you said, first ever fantasy title. And you're always a threat. I, you've been a threat since you joined Jerry One. Uh, what is the mindset of this team going into the semifinals for the next week? Um, just uh, like keep on reminding myself, okay, well, we have two weeks, you know, don't rush it. And also, um, don't mean, don't make no rational decisions basically on players. If someone's having a bad game, don't drop them, pick somebody else. Um, right at the moment, I only have two people on short leashes. That's uh, McDaniels from uh, Minnesota, and then uh, um, the guy from Houston I just picked up. Yep. Olenek, yep. So I'm, can you confirm that uh, when you, when this fantasy basketball league started, that you bought the NBA league as package? Oh, yeah. Um, wait, which, yeah. So I bought the package, and like yep. one of the main reasons was like, okay, come on, see a little more of the ball play. That was one of the reasons why, but um, also the Knicks. And yeah, I still have it. Um, I have grown to like basketball a lot more just because I'm playing fantasy basketball. Mm-hmm. So, uh, will you buy MLB extra innings? Is the next question. Um, I actually have the free, uh, free package or something from yeah, uh, that's a free preview right now. I think for the rest of the week. Um, no, no, it's a uh, T Mobile actually. Oh, really? Um, they have, um, I'm able to download it, so I have it. I was just watching the Mets game, the beginning of it, um, through my phone. I haven't tried it on my computer yet, but. Gonna try it later on, see if I can do that. But yeah, I know T Mobile's having a special. If you go through them, you can have the app and stuff, watch games. So you're liking the feeling of this fantasy basketball team, is what I'm saying. I mean, we've seen. Are you nervous at all that you saw like a team like Larry, who you were fighting out for the number one seed the last week of the regular season? And he's already out of the playoffs. Got beat by a very good Paul team, red hot Paul team. He's won this league before. Does that ner- make you nervous a little bit that the upsets have already started? Um, I feel a little bit more relieved that like who I'm facing this week than um whoever the second seed is face- facing this week because I saw the their team uh, as in a harder streak, like scored a lot more points. I'm like, okay, well. You know, it's still not good. You know what I mean? Like, they're all yeah, good like teams. This, so. Like, this team you're playing right now in Sam, he's he's been good. This is definitely one of his more down teams, but he still made a run. He still made the playoffs, and he's here. And he played well last week. It was probably one of the best two weeks he's put together this entire season last week. You know, this last round, he beat my brother. So, I mean, there's that. But, you know, you also – don't have an actual official playoff win in Jerry won fantasy sports either. So there's that as well. So you got to get over the hump of that and, you know, you know, we'll see what happens, I guess, these next two weeks. Yeah. So like, like right now, today's the first day for the, for this round. And like right now I only have 70 points, you know, um, was it Sam has 109 points at the moment. Um, I'm looking at it right now and I still have a few players playing tonight. Yeah. So, obviously, the goal is to, like, you know, get that lead by the end of week one, right? Yeah. Um, what What would be, like, uh, a nervous zone, like, to be down – say you were down, like, 150. Would you be nervous after week one, being down 150? Um. Well, I, yeah, there's still be doubt. Like, okay, well, let's see what's happening. Like, who wasn't able to play? Or I just have people who are in the slumps not playing well. 
do I need to make some moves, switch out with the next hottest player at the moment? Um, so, yeah, it, you don't never want to be down 150 points. Um, like right now, like basketball, like in baseball, I'm, I'm down at the moment, but it's a whole different fantasy game. Um, because of basketball, you can score, you can score like 150 points in one day in basketball. Um, yep, you definitely could. And at the same time, your opponent can as well. So, yeah, I will say that, that even though you came out on top in week 12 there, I mean, you did come out on top. Uh, that, that matchup against Larry that last week of the regular season was insane. The two of you, you were. When you you both dominated, I remember one night was like 180, 180. It was it was insane. You guys were so close, and you pulled out the win. And you're still playing. You got a nice buy, and Larry is out. And that's start uh, starts a pretty good playoffs. But before yeah, we talk, just, up, what what's that? Uh, just the shows that you know, like during the season, like it looks like you're gonna win it. You just don't take no weeks off because you can be ranked, you know, like second or third throughout the season. Then at the last minute, you know. Ranked like fifth or something. Yeah. You're ranking. Before we talk about your fantasy baseball team so far, let's talk about the ESPN tournament challenge bracket a little bit. Now, here's the thing you know, the national championship on this Monday night that we're recording, the national championship is just starting right now, and you still have the winner, and you actually, you're the Panda Express bracket. Uh, you're actually tied for fifth, which is really good. The only problem is, only top three get into the money, and you're the tie for fourth in Gonzaga brackets, which means you're beneficially eliminated from the money because of Gonzaga. But, and right now it's nine to nothing Baylor. How about that in the national championship right now? But you had you had Gonzaga Baylor in your finals. You actually predicted that. That's why you're up there in Michigan and Illinois. Um, nine nothing Baylor as we speak. Seventeen twenty nine go to first half. But just talk about you know picking Gonzaga. Oh, never heard of the team before the season started. Like, <laughs> for this, like, um, I signed up, but like, like I told you, uh, first I recorded, like, I forgot, like, to pick my teams, whatever. So, this is all ESPN. They put in my picks. Oh, really? Okay. Um, yeah. So, like, just, yeah, I'm tied for fifth, but, like, you know, it's not really me. It's uh, ESPN picks. Um, yeah, I have them winning. Also, at Baylor, uh, for the, the one losing, so that's it was pretty cool to have both teams in there. I'm looking at, it, I'm like, okay, well, that's pretty neat. Like, out of like 71 people, tied for fifth. So. Oh, I see. Yeah, now I see your bracket. It's like, yeah, every higher seed ESPN, I guess picks. I guess ESPN picks every higher seed. So, you know, my mom did the same thing. She's in this. She has Baylor, but. She did the same thing. She, ESPN didn't pick her. She just went with for it. So that's why you guys are tied. But you know, you know, next year you're gonna you're gonna fill out your own bracket. You're gonna enjoy it. You're um, but like I don't really watch college basketball. Like I don't know much about it. So I see the bracket. I'm like, I don't know who these teams are. I'm like, okay, I just and clearly, mm-hmm. you know, picking the higher seed anyway. It's it's worked out to be a decent bracket. Not enough for the money, but. <laughs> actually worked out to be a really good bracket so but usually know. i try to pick syracuse to win it all you know i just it's because from upstate new york so yeah and uh any uh it's nine nothing nine nothing baylor any uh picks 
while people watch this the day later. But any picks, who's gonna win, Gonzaga or Baylor? Um, yeah, again, uh, Gonzaga. Yeah, Gonzaga. I think Gonzaga is gonna figure it out too. But yeah, all right. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about this baseball team. So now, I said this earlier in the show. Your fantasy basketball team, you were last in scoring the first week there. Baseball, you're last in scoring going into this Monday. Long week to go still. It's an 11-day matchup. But you had the third overall pick, another high pick in a Jerry one league. How about that? Uh, Mookie Betts went first to Paul. And then um, Garrett Cole went second to my cousin Jack. And you had the third pick. You mentioned it before the show that you were interested in Bieber because you liked him last year. Yeah, I, I really wanted him. Then, like, I just didn't pick him. Oh. And then you took Jacob DeGrom. How about that? So, what are your thoughts I, on I know a lot. What are your thoughts on taking DeGrom? Um, it's like um, I, I had him before. He didn't produce as well. But um, I just stuck with him. You know, I believe in him. Things are good. good. Also, got uh, Syndergaard. Picked him up. <laughs> um, hopefully he comes yeah. second half of the season, if anything. Um, but, yeah, just I, – I became to grow into a Mets fan, so I'm like, okay, well, it's good to have some Mets players. So. Yeah, not bad. That's not a bad team. They got an owner now that likes to spend money. They brought in Lindor. They got a, they got a, they got a really good team. But one guy seeing your team who's back on your team – Third baseman for the Chicago Cubs, Chris Bryant. You had him your first year. Yep. Then you then you had him last year, but you caught him, I saw, at the end of the last end of last season. And now you brought him back. He had a home run the first series against my Pirates. You know, what are your thoughts on bringing Chris back? I, I'm, I'm, you, you can correct me, but I think that's the only player you've had every season. Um, I did have I did Pete Lo- Alonzo uh, yeah, before. I, did you I didn't have him all three seasons. Yeah, I didn't think so. But yeah, for, um, I think Chris Bryant's the only one I had for a couple of seasons. Um, I I saw him um, late later in the draft, and I thought it was gonna be, so I picked him. Like 99th overall pick. Um, you know, it was a ninth round, so I was like, oh, it's a steal. I I feel like it was a steal when I was uh, drafting him. So picked him. I feel like he can bounce back from having like a down year, and he's been he's been good so far. Like yeah. school, like good amount of points this past game. Like, yeah, thirteen points already from uh, he played on the third and fourth. So, can you believe it's your third year in this baseball league now? I went pretty fast. I actually thought it was like the second season. It's just, yeah, time flies. Yeah, well, um, you can we can cross off that second season because that second season was very short. No, I was even in the playoffs, and I still don't really remember that league. That season, that was that was so short. But I said earlier in the show, you were a one seed. You started 0-3 that season, and you went all the way to the number one seed. Um, uh, you know, you were the one seed, but you lost. Uh, what are your thoughts on this team? You, you think you can uh, you bounce back, get back in the playoffs? There are six playoff teams this year. Are you confident? Um, I put in the time and effort. I believe I can. I just uh... – like the first, you know, first few weeks, make adjustments on like people who are uh, who are on free agency, you know, who's performing, and then, you know, pick them up. Like, um, I know I made a move today. Um, I picked up Ryan Weathers from uh, 
starting pitcher from uh, San Diego. I picked him up. I feel like there's something there, you know. Um, but yeah, I was looking around. I didn't. I, I don't play with catchers. Um, only if I find one that's producing very well, you know. You're like, not gonna, uh, Yeah, I see you don't have a catcher. You're not gonna pick one up. Well, if it's worth it, you know what I mean. Like right now, it's probably if there's a catcher that's worth picking up. It Otherwise, is. It is. I will say it is a very down position. There really isn't a lot of good catchers in the league. Yeah. Um, if I can find a catcher that also plays first base or designated hitter, you know, then maybe. But at the moment, no. Um, yeah, I already have, uh, already have some. A few One thing that here. did hurt your team tonight, I see Kevin Biggio got 10 points on your bench. That was a – Yeah. <sighs> It's, I it's gave the, him the day off. Like, it's the right move. He ha- he hasn't uh, he hasn't had a positive night all season long yet, and it's first he goes off with ten points tonight. So I mean, it's the right move. Yeah, but so I just had to give him a night off. You know, negative three points, negative one, then broke even um, yesterday, whatever, and today just ten points out of nowhere. So um, kick my butt for that one. But I held on to him. Oh, yeah, he's going yeah. back into the lineup. And one thing, you know, last year you got off to a slow start as you typically do, but it, it was such a – it was only a seven-week regular season, and it's just like it, it was not enough room for you to come back. This is an 18-week regular season. Even you get off to a slow start, you're focused on basketball, whatnot. you got plenty of time to come back in, in this season. And, you know, it's funny you're playing Paul, who was first in scoring going into today. But look at your team, though. Look at your team, though. Right now, live on this Monday night, 9.30, East Coast, you're up 55 to 12, and you're and you're, you're still down, but you're right back in that game. You know, you got the whole week, rest of the week, you can still pull out a win. So, you know, we'll see. Doing pretty good. I know, I'm pretty sure that uh, I think he's scoring more than anybody else in the league at the moment for this week. And it looks like you got a five extra points coming from DeGrom right now, too. He's in line for the win, so that'll be five more points for him. So that'll be a pretty great first game right there. 25 points, 20 points still good. Um, athletics, it looks like the game is postponed, I think. Unless it's still happening. No, it's, I have uh, – He says it's supposed to start. Montez playing tonight. Yeah. Yeah. You know, long season. Focus on basketball right now, but don't forget about the baseball team. Um, but Blake, it's come point come to that point of the show. Anybody who comes on my show for a second time plays my new game called Jerry One True or False. It is five statements about your six seasons now in fantasy baseball and basketball and Jerry One from easier to harder. You start with 100 points. I will first say the statement about your team. You will say how much you want to wager on the confidence of your answer, and you'll say true or false, and you either Get the points or lose the points on how much you wager. Uh, most you can win is 3,200 points if you kept kept doubling every single time. Uh, the top score right now is 1,200 points. To crack the top five, all you need is one point. <laughs> and the last score, obviously, is zero points. Because if you do get down to zero in this game, the next statement is only worth one point. So wager wisely. Blake, are you ready to play? Any questions? All right, so- so these are true or false, right? 
Yes. It's, I'm going to say a statement about your team, and all you got to say is how much you want to wager, and then true or false. So somebody has one point from true or false, or? Yes. Yes. So they got down to zero. They got one wrong. Wagered all, went down to zero. And then the next one's oh, worth okay. one. There's been a couple zeros. There's been a couple, there's been a couple zeros who have gotten wrong, wagered it all, and lost. But all right. You ready to play? I'm kind of nervous. You ready to yeah. play? All right. Here we go. Hey, do not overthink on these first couple. The next, the last three are the ones that are going to be the guessers. But <laughs> here we go. First statement about Blake. Fantasy baseball. You have made a fantasy baseball playoffs. True or false? True. And how much would you like to oh, wait? Um, you have 100 points. Max amount of points. Okay, so 100. 100. And you say true. And the answer is, it is true. Yes, that is correct. You've made the baseball playoffs once back in 2019, your first season, and Jerry won. You're up to 200 points. So now you can wager the 200. Or you can wager anything in between the 200. Here we go. Second statement. You are playing in your first ever fantasy baseball, your first ever fantasy basketball playoffs right now. True or false? Don't overthink them. Yeah, like it's true. This is my first time being in the playoffs in fantasy basketball. Um, I'm then a max amount of points. And that is correct. Yes, you are in your first ever fantasy basketball playoff. That is correct. You're up to 400 points. Okay, so now here's where they get good. We got you up to 400. So now let's play the game. Final three questions here. Final three statement. All right, here we go. Statement three. Your record was 12-5 and five during the regular season of the 2019 fantasy baseball playoffs when you – or the fantasy baseball regular season when you were the number one seed. You were 12-5. and five. Oh, wait, hold on. Not 12-5. and five. Hold on a second. We got to fix the question here. Fix the question. Okay. Official question, you were 12-6. and six. 12 and 6, 18 week regular season. Were you 12 and 6 during that baseball season? True or false? I'm going to say true for max amount of points. 12 and 6, true or false? That's false. He raises all his points. And I'm sorry, Blake, but this is incorrect. It is false. You were actually 13 and 5. <laughs> you know, I, I was messing with the question a little bit. I messed up with the question. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take away half your points. It's my game. I come up with the rules. I'm going to take away half your points. You're at 200 because I messed it up. I was looking at, I was actually looking at the answer and not the question. So I messed it up a little bit. So you were actually 13 and five, but you lose half your points because you got the question wrong. Okay, here we go. So you have 200 points. Next, next statement. All right. It took you 28 total games in fantasy basketball to win your 20th career game. Tough question. True or oh. false? Did it take you 28 total games? So that means were you 20 and 8 when you won your 20th game? Two seasons of fantasy mm -hmm. basketball, so there's not a lot of data there. I'll give you this. It was a 16-week regular season last year, missed the playoffs, and now you've played 12 weeks. So here's the fun fact. That's 28 games. 
do you have 20 career wins? Did you get it in the 20th? Did you have 20 career wins? Yeah. Um, I'm going to say – I'm going to say true for 50 points. 50 points true, and that is correct. Yes, you are. Since you, you are on an eight-game winning streak, that was your 20th career win at the end of this regular season. So your last game you played against Larry. So it took you 28 games to win 20 career games in basketball, which is the fourth fastest 20 career wins. How about that? So 50 points, you're up to 250. Final statement. Here we go. Fifth statement. Hardest statement of the night. So in the fantasy basketball regular season, you've been great in the second half of the regular season. Are you 14-0 in the second half of the regular season in basketball? True or false? 14-0. You've been pretty good. Uh, I'm going to say yes, true. For max amount of points. True. Max amount of points. And I'm so sorry, Blake. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It is false. You were actually 13-1 and one in the second half of the regular season. Not 14-0. Uh -huh. But, you know, hey, you played a great game. Do you have any idea who the one person is beating you in the second half of fantasy basketball regular season? Um, any idea? Is it Sam? It is not Sam. It is Kurt, the trading, the other trading guy. He loves to trade yeah. the D'Angelo Russell guy before you swoop yeah. him up. But, uh, yeah, week – forget what week it was. Last season. Week 11. Week 11 last season is the only time that you've lost in a second half of a regular season basketball. So, that, that is pretty impressive stuff. So, 13-1, not 14-0, but – that's why it's a best statement. That's why it's hard. But yeah, I do end with zero, but I appreciate you playing. Uh, but before I get you out of here, Blake, fantasy basketball, the playoffs are here. You're finally here. You had your bye. Um, you know, I probably asked you this at the end of the last pod you were on, but what would it mean to win a championship in this basketball season this year? A very tight basketball season. Um. If I win, I'm going to, you know, it's going to be something to be happy about. I feel like it's well-earned, especially with the teams that we're playing against. Yeah. Um, with the winnings, if I do win, like, I, I am going to buy – if I do win, I would buy a championship belt. I would actually buy a Jerry Run Fantasy Basketball Championship belt. That would be – that would be – that would be pretty sick. But, you know, this is a – this is a four-week journey, though. It's just starting today. It's – you got four weeks to put together – you're going to be playing for four weeks. There is a third place game, so you're, you got four more weeks of fantasy basketball left in you. You know, we'll see what we'll see what happens. See if we'll see if you get any part of the money. Uh, see if you can at least get your money back. But uh, it's really good teams. Um, you know, you've always been there. Whether it's Cuba College fantasy football, whether it's fantasy baseball, or basketball, you've always been there. You're always in the mix. You're off to a great start to your Jerry one career. And, uh, yeah, I wish you the best of luck in this basketball playoffs. It's going to be fun. Right. Thank you. Oh, Blake, uh, like I said, I wish you the best of luck. I appreciate you coming on the pod for a second time. Uh, we'll probably get you down. We'll probably get you on later down the baseball season again. 
or maybe, you know, we'll get you on quick here and we'll talk about your championship in fantasy basketball. But, Blake, I appreciate you coming on. All right. Thank you for having me. I want to thank Blake for coming on. It was great to talk to him, great to catch up with him. And, uh, you know, I wish him the best of luck. I, I wish everyone the best of luck in the fantasy basketball hockey playoffs, but I wish Blake the best of luck. Um, we had Sam trying to get that first official playoff win. But, uh, yeah, let's let's uh, let's talk about the ESPN Tournament Channel. Let's put this to bed. Jerry won 2021 is in the books. As you see, Jack Bergmaster, which is um, Jeremy, who helped set up this group. Uh, obviously, you guys know Jeremy. Jeremy's girlfriend, Nina. Brothers, whose name is Tyler. And uh, his friend, Jack Bergmaster, won the Jerry won 2020 Tournament Challenge. Well-deserved. He dominated, dominated his way. You know, picking Oral Roberts in the Sweet 16 is impressive stuff. Um, like, how, how, how does one know that? A uh, 15 seed. And, and then he predicts Baylor over Gonzaga in the championship. So, he's playing. He played tremendous. You know, he, he definitely had the best bracket. There's no doubt about that. He's well-deserved. He won the 70% of the pot, which is $497. Uh, you know, shout out to him. He uh, very nice kid. Gave me back fifties for setting up the group. I appreciate that. You got my, you got my respect. And um, and so my parents actually. So Matt didn't defend his title, but my parents find themselves not empty-handed in the top three. They uh, my mom, you know, predicted all favorites until the end when she put Baylor over Gonzaga. So how about that? Worked out that way. Um, just the opposite of Blake's bracket, who was the top Jerry one guy. He had the same exact bracket because ESPN filled it out for him. And Gonzaga had it over Baylor. So one difference between my mom and Blake's bracket. So, and that was it. And got my mom in the money. And uh, yeah, and my dad gets third, uh, you know, picking Baylor as well. So all the Baylor people up there, the only one that, um, uh, the, the Baylor people, so there were six Baylor people. That's kind of surprising. Only six Baylor people out of 71. Mike Wood, shout out, uh, finished just below my dad. Uh, Brad Bosley and Jamie Davidson all picked Baylor. Uh, Brett was in the top five as well as Mike Wood. Uh, and then, of course, Mike Wood was fourth, Brett Bosley fifth, and then Jamie Davidson, Jamie, Jamie Davidson actually tied for ninth. So, I mean, it's still good stuff, good, good bracket, but, you know, Baylor win it all. It definitely helped. And uh, the Baylors, the Baylor Bears beat Gonzaga in the national championship last night. We were, I was talking, you saw heard in the conversation with Blake that it was only 9 nothing at the time. Uh, and they, they dominated their way to a championship. And I actually have my uh, parents' constellation money right here. Yep, got to do that awkward handoff to them. But there are rumors that they might give me uh, $71. So they're good parents. So we'll see what happens when I go downstairs and give them this money, but that is both their money. So I just gave Jack his money. So the money's out. The money is out there. I do not have it anymore. Even though it's actually right there, but I do not have it anymore. Uh, my break was a piece of shit. Um, definitely disappointing for guys like Dave Peril. So close. He could have won the 497. Um, uh, and of course, Rodney Jester third could have won the 142, which my mom won, which was 20% of the pot. 142, and then uh, Tyler Weselowski, Nina, Jeremy's girlfriend, Nina's brother, who's friends with Jack Bergmaster, could have won the 10% of the pot, the uh, $71 that my dad won. So, you know, disappointing for them. Um, Blake, like I said, dominated uh, his, you know, ESPN filled out for him. He ended up becoming the best year one owner. Um, 
Guys like, shout out, Larry was in the conversation for a little bit there. <clears throat> Pat's, Pat Russo's friend Austin was in the conversation for a little bit there. Um, you know, Ryan Armstrong, Rob Armstrong early on, uh, Zach Rattray early on, um, some guys early on. I'm trying to maybe I'm forgetting someone. Jeremy, you know, of Michigan could have done some. The Illinois people went out early. Uh, shout out Kyle's girlfriend, Annie Annie Weinerberg, I, I think I'm pronouncing that right. But shout out Kyle's girlfriend, Annie. She could have, if Houston would have won it all, she would have won it. So, you know, some of these people, they hung around for a little bit. The Syracuse people, they made it to Sweet 16. They predicted that. Alicia Fredeberg had USC and Gonzaga. And she had USC and Michigan in her final four. So close to that. But, you know, shout out to her. Um, Pat Russo finished last. Got to gotta throw him under the bus. Finished. 70th place, second last, last Jerry one owner. 400 points, picked Iowa to win it, huh? And then, of course, Tom, Jerry one former owner, Tom's friend, uh, Chris Stack, came in last place, 360, 71st place. But how, shout out all who came in last place last time, did tie for 51st with Kyle, 650 points after predicting Illinois, while Kyle predicted Gonzaga. Like I said, only six people predicted Baylor, so that's pretty exciting stuff. Jack, shout out Jack, Bergmaster, not Jack Drew. Jack Drew actually played well. He was uh, – let's give Jack a shout. Tied for 30th with Jeremy and Luke Ruddy. 790, Luke and Jack Drew predict, predicted Illinois, while Jeremy predicted Michigan. 90 points. But it's Jack Bergmaster who wins the Baylor – Baylor wins the Baylor and wins the second ever bracket challenge. Jerry won. Jerry won 2020 ESPN tournament challenge. Jack Bergman is your winner. Uh, my parents second and third. So how about that? Police is still coming out with some money. Police, police don't go on to hand in this, I guess. And uh, shout out Jack Bergmaster. Congrats on winning the second ever bracket challenge. We'll see if he comes back and defends his title. And that's it for the ESPN tournament challenge. Let's put that to bed. Uh, yeah, that's it for that. We'll talk about it, you know, next year. So, uh, moving on to the fantasy hockey playoffs. What an exciting playing game. It was back and forth, thrilling playing game, but it was Matt, the five seed, who ultimately beat the four seed Josh in the playing game. Matt playing his first ever playoff game in this league in four seasons. Um, Josh now only three all time in the playoffs. That's a problem, you know. Uh, and now Matt here still under 500, five and six has found himself in the semifinals against a very good Justin Kiefer team. Justin Kiefer thought he was going to play Josh because Josh was the only team to beat Justin Kiefer in, in the, um, the, the regular season. So, but it's not, it's Matt who's now playing with the big boys. I mean, you could talk about Justin Kiefer playing the under 500 Matt, but obviously the headline of this entire semifinals is the big matchup between Nate and Paul, the only two former champions in his league, Paul, the inaugural champion, ever lost in the playoffs at fantasy hockey officially. And then, of course, you got and you got Nate, who's the last champion that we've seen in this league. So, going to be exciting stuff right now. Matt Lee's up early here on this Tuesday morning. Uh, and then Nate up early. They've both got 10-point leads. Matt 24-14, Nate 23-13. So it's going to be some exciting fantasy hockey. I think I think Nate versus Paul could potentially be the greatest fantasy hockey game that we've seen thus far. It's going to be exciting stuff. I think a key factor to look out for is the goalie. Will the goalie strategy work 
right now, Nate still without goalies, Paul still with goalies. Matt with one goalie, Justin Kiefer with no goalies. So we'll see what the goalie strategy does in the playoff format. Obviously, you got to remember in fantasy basketball and hockey, it's still just seven maximum pickups for the 14 days. So that, that always plays a factor. Um, so I think this is going to be this is going to be interesting fantasy hockey. I think we saw a really thrilling playing game. We saw a really thrilling playing game last year where Justin Kiefer beat Jack by one point. Uh, so we'll we'll see what happens here. I think we've had an exciting lead for being a short season, uh, and I don't know who's going to win. I am putting my money. I know Justin Kiefer is going to probably record this, you know, videotape this, whatnot. I'm putting my money on Paul. I, he's the scoring regular season scoring champ. I, I think he's got it. I know he's behind early here in the Nate, but if Nate won, I would not be surprised. But wouldn't you want to see a Nate Justin Kiefer finals? That would be pretty exciting stuff too. Paul Justin Kiefer went up. But here's Matt, five and six, trying to spoil the party. So we'll see what happens. I'm very excited about fantasy hockey. So definitely disappointed that I didn't make the fantasy basketball or hockey playoffs, but very excited to see that we're still getting some good action. But well, last thing on the schedule for episode 26 is the Dairy One Fantasy Baseball League. We're still in week one. Um not going to really dive into all the matchups because it's only been only been five days. So, but you know, a couple early leads, just me over Johnny early, Sam over Josh early. Larry got a one point lead over Fletch early. Paul's got a nice lead over Blake early. We talked about that a little bit. And uh, Kurt's got the lead over Matt early, and Jack's got the lead over Andrew early. And shout out Andrew. Andrew did finally respond. He's aware of the baseball team. He did apologize for missing the draft. Appreciate that. Andrew's going to try to fix around this fantasy baseball team. So that's good news. So the reason I really brought you on is about my fantasy baseball predictions. It is still week one. I am going to draw myself a little bracket here. You're going to see it out on the screen here. Obviously, there's six playoff teams this year. So that's a little different. I'm going to tell you who the number one seed. So I'm going to – I said it in, last time I did these predictions, I wouldn't put myself in, but I'm going to put myself in because that's realistic. And I'm going to give myself the number two seed. How about that? I'm going to be the number two seed in this playoff. I think i got a really good team. I, I like my team. I've never missed the playoffs in this league. Only league to do that. I had that in basketball, but I lost it this year. So, but it's, so let's see. Who's going to be the number one seed? I'm going to go number one seed. I think Paul gets it back. Paul will get it back. He'll be the number one seed going into this year's playoff because there's a lot that he's playing for this year. The jury won Grand Slam, you know, just to win a championship after coming so close last year as an undefeated team. I think Paul and me get the five. Paul gets the one. I get the two. Number three seed that's going to be on my side, I think it's going to be Kurt. Kurt has played well. He's been the regular season scoring champion. He's he, you know, last year he got his first regular season scoring championship in seven weeks, whatever it was. It was seven weeks, but you know, it wasn't a lot of a lot of a lot of a lot of, a lot of weeks to determine that. But he still was the top scoring team in those seven weeks. He's been to the playoffs a couple of times, still in for that first playoff win in this league, and he won the constellation tournament last year. So a lot of a lot of momentum coming into this season for Kurt. I got Kurt the number three seed. Number four seed, on the other hand, I think it's gonna be Johnny. Johnny will still figure out this team. Yeah, he missed the draft. Yeah, he did all this thing, but he's still the defending champ. He'll still find a way. He's never missed the playoffs either. He's going to find his way into the playoffs, and he's going to have a great first-round matchup because he's going to be playing Sam. 
Sam's going to make the playoffs. I like the Sam team. I, I think he's going to find himself. He's never missed a Jerry one playoffs. So how can I take him out of the conversation? It's going to be a hell of a great first game between Johnny and Sam. That's where I got that. On the other hand, I uh, Kerr, who's he going to be playing? I'm going to surprise you a little bit. Let's let's get a little surprise in the mix. I'm going to go with Fletcher. Fletcher Reese is going to make the playoffs this year. I think he's going to make. He's going to find his way in as a six seed. I think it's going to be exciting stuff because Fletcher has not made a year one playoffs since the 2017 fantasy football playoffs. So I think he's got it in the bag. He's a very well baseball knowledge guy. I think he finds himself in the playoffs as the number six seed playing Kurt. How's the playoffs going to shape up? Well, here's, here's how it's going to shape up. I got Sam upsetting Johnny in the first round, and I have Kurt finally getting that first playoff win in the first round. So it sets up a Paul-Sam-Me-Kurt semifinals, and I think I think, I think, think this is what the people want. I think this is what the people want. I think Sam's going to upset Paul, back-to-back upsets for Sam, and I'm going to beat Kurt. And then it's going to be the 2018 inaugural champion versus the 2019 champion, two former champions in the finals between me and Sam. And uh, I really do like my team, but I think I'm going to fall short in this. I think Sam is going to win it all this year. Get it, bring it back. I think, I don't know if he's going to win the fantasy basketball championship, but I think he's going to win the baseball one this year. Your 2021 Jerry one fantasy baseball champion is going to be Sam over yours truly so that's it for baseball we'll talk a little bit more as the season goes on we'll talk we'll try to get some baseball owners on this show um yeah it's some good, good exciting stuff you know baseball you got to put in perspective that uh you know you go from it's pretty similar to the basketball league it's 12 teams nine similar teams the only three difference basketball had justin hillwell the two justins justin hillwell justin keeper and kyle who are not baseball guys so we sub them sub them in with johnny Fletcher and Andrew. So it's a couple of football guys and Johnny's just a strictly baseball guy. So they'll the flip those guys in, you know, those are the baseball guys and take out the just basketball guys. Um, you know, Dustin Keeper is really just a hockey guy, but he's really developed into a basketball guy as well. Not much as baseball. So that's why he's not really in it. Maybe, maybe down the line, but we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, that's it for the show. I hope everyone enjoyed uh, the podcast. I hope everyone enjoyed the national championship. Like I said in the beginning of the show, I hope you had a great Easter. Good times coming up. Pretty nice day. Got my window open for this pod this Tuesday morning. Uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoying this, watching this tonight on YouTube. Uh, but, yeah, that's it for the show. Um, enjoy the Masters this week. Should be six good, exciting golf. Uh, my prediction, I think John Rahm gets it done. I'm going to go with John Rahm winning it. But Jerry won golf. Is that in store? I don't know. But I just want to say, I just want to say uh, thanks for watching. And uh, thank you, Blake, for coming on. It was good to talk to you. Great conversation, great conversation that we had last night. So, you know, I wish the best of luck for you down the line, both in basketball playoffs and the baseball season, longer baseball season we got ahead of us. Uh, and I want to thank everyone for playing in the, tw- the Jerry 1 2021 ESPN Tournament Challenge. Thank you to the 71 people that played. I appreciate it. We're going to try to get more next year. Um, Yeah. yeah, Good luck, everyone, in the basketball and hockey semifinals. And uh, good luck, everyone, in the rest of week one in fantasy baseball. So that's it. Uh, Thank you, Blake, for coming on. I've been Nick Felice. Set your lineup, and we'll see you on the next Jerry One Fantasy Sports Podcast. Goodbye.